what is the biggest setback or stumbling block in your walk? Oh my! Ugh. <laughs> so soon. I know it automatically. <laughs> Me too. Don't you go first. It's probably the same, like similar, because I think we talked about this already. Kinda. I don't know. I don't, what about. About. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, you go ahead. I'm gonna say like my biggest stomach block was kind of like working on like my confidence in the in in the area of ministry. I guess like my biggest stomach block was like I had a bunch of like doubt and fear. It used to be doubt and fear because I was worried about, like, how is God going to use me? Am I going to be enough? Like, can I really do this? But, you know, again, it's like, it's not it's not in my own strength. You know, we were like, God gives the strength, you know. And yes, we know. <laughs> I say you know a lot. But, yeah. So it's like, that was one of my biggest stomach blocks, just overcoming that feeling of, like not feeling like I was enough to do what God has called yeah inadequacy to do what God has called me to do you know yes that was me me down I was like I'm gonna just say it right now because like remember like when we when I first came with you to uh mm, (laughs) first came to you about the idea of the podcast yeah and then later I was like I don't know is this really what I'm supposed to be doing is this what I'm supposed to be (laughs) talking to like who was gonna hear this and are they good? Are they gonna You're like gonna the podcast? <laughs> yeah, sometimes being bossy works. Hey. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was, it was, it was, it was something that I had to get past and get over, cause like, especially like having confidence in my Creator. Just confidence is key. Like just knowing and having that faith is really what's gonna take you far. So yeah, that was the same thing with me when I was talking about FCA. Like yeah. I don't I don't really know if they listen to this or not. If y'all do, I'm not dissing my group at all. I love y'all so much. But when I say I didn't want to do it, it has nothing to do with you guys. It's just the fact that I knew I wasn't ready and I wasn't prepared. And I went to my coach. I was like, and I told you I did too. Yeah. And I told she was like, what? What's wrong? I said, I just, I can't do it. I'm not in a, a good season to be doing this. I was like, mm. this, this ain't the right time. And then she was telling me, like, if all these people just start just listing Bible people. I was like, okay, you're going to do me like that. She was like, if David was ready, when he, I said, bruh, she always does this to me too. I hope you listen to this so I can talk jump. But anyway. Hey, and if um, you're still listening this far, shout out to you. Like, for real. says in your weakness, he is strong. Amen. 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 <laughs> we all say I cannot. But his grace really is sufficient. Like, that was something mm-hmm. I had to learn because I was like, uh-uh. I, I hear what she's saying, God, and it's convicting me because it's true. Like, I can't mm. wait until I'm ready. Mm-hmm. But I can't do this. But um, that that wasn't my biggest uh, stumbling block in my faith. That was post me already strengthening my faith. Mm-hmm. And then it was just kind of like a weakening moment where I was like, I don't, I know I'm good with God, but uh, this moment of doubt is about to just stop everything. Mm. He was like, no, 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 you still got to do it. I'm like, bro. But yeah. We we still going strong though. Love y'all eat up. But um <laughs> I think ugh, do I really want to talk about this? I have to be vulnerable, transparent with you guys. This will be fun. <laughs> wow. My family listens time. to this show. Anyway. It's, your time to shine. <laughs> it's my time to shine. Yay. <laughs> okay. Uh my biggest like stumbling I don't does this count as a stumbling block? We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I stumbled. I did. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Um, I think it was just me, and it comes from doubt also, but it was just more of like a, a elevated version. Mm-hmm. Was like me being my young self, 
for y'all just i'm just gonna put this disclaimer out there there's nothing going on now nothing recent this is old stuff y'all just don't know about it but um (laughs) me dealing with like suicidal thoughts and stuff Mm. along those lines and being young and feeling like okay it ain't really too many people you can talk about or talk with about this because you're supposed to be a christian Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this is these mental health myths when it comes to Christianity. It's like, oh, if you're dealing with this and this and this, you don't trust God. And I mm-hmm. might have lost trust in a moment, in a moment of doubt. But it doesn't mean that I still didn't want to know him for myself. Because when right. I do talk about my testimony, a lot of people don't realize that what I'm describing is taking place while I'm still serving God. Mm-hmm. I'm still in church while all this is happening. I'm still getting up singing while all this is happening. That's the part that people miss mm-hmm. is where, yes, I was still trying to grow my faith. It didn't. It was never me walking completely away from the church and like, oh, I just can't do this no more. No, right. it was in the midst. Like that's what happened, and it was just so huge for me to where I was like, I, I gotta pick one or the other because it felt like you can't, you can't be struggling and be in ministry. It was just, mm-hmm. ugh. but then God was like, you know what? <laughs> let me let me take you through some scripture right quick, and He reeled me back in, and I read some different prophets and things, and I was like, you know what? They was all going through it when you think about it. <laughs> My boy Elijah, mm-hmm. yeah, but they was, <laughs> they was all going through it, and He's like, I still was able to use all of them. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you have to be perfect or that you have to not be struggling per se, but He's just like trust the process, but don't just quit because that's what I should do. <laughs> right? <laughs> don't just give up because it's getting difficult. But trust me through it. Like, mm. bit. Right. Like, some of this stuff, <laughs> some of the stuff that we still be talking about is something like I still be going through at that moment. Like sometimes, I, even the podcast. Sometimes when I be speaking, I be like, "Dang!" And I'm still talking to myself right now. Like yeah. most of the time, what I said, what I'm talking about, is something that I probably not everything, but probably already been through. Yeah. Like when we when or I be going saying, through, teaching from experience, like that's real life, y'all. I don't just say that just to make it sound good, but like. No, I'm legit telling you this from my Thanks. experience. Ain't nothing easy. Ain't nothing simple. Nothing. Ain't God ain't <laughs> show sure like cute. God ain't say anything but cute. Right. <laughs> God ain't sure, promise sure. a life without suffering. They just y'all mean, give called... us a little snippet of the rest of that song. <laughs> I like that. Just saying, he's able. Mm-hmm. That's the song of the day. Oh, just because yeah. she started singing, he's able. Teach your head. Don't give up on God. Because he, he won't, won't give, give up, up on, on you. That's why I saved my life, Dietrich. You don't even know it. Because he's <laughs> able. Exactly. I said, you know what? He didn't give up on me. To let me, it. let me, let me. Mm-hmm. And abundantly above, above all <laughs> that you can ask <laughs> or think. Hallelujah. According to the power that works in us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Right. Well, y'all wanted to get to know us, so this is this is how we act. Yes, real, for real, for real. This is the unfiltered, raw, yeah. uncut, mm-hmm. unfiltered. Have us. fun with it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's exactly why I said shout out. If you still listening, yeah, yeah. Hey, if y'all still listening, yeah. Y'all still listening. Say, say he's able. Hey, Hashtag he's, he's able. able. <laughs> All right, you mean about one or two? All right. If you could give your younger self one piece of advice, oh what would it be? <laughs> oh it I'm would so just, sorry. I'm, it I'm wouldn't so just be I'm, one. Mm, my one. Okay. I think I would tell my younger self to um, release the bitterness because mm-hmm. it'll, it'll get you far. I held on to that crap for a long time, y'all. Mm. But um, I was just like really young, just dealing with a lot. 
and if I knew then like it was okay to just release it mm -hmm. I probably would have been in a lot of a better place so my young self definitely needed to know that but my 16 year old self knows that now and mm -hmm. I'm doing well so I love that for oh, me okay. so age of 16 <laughs> yes <laughs> release but, the bitterness um, friend just let it go <laughs> let it go Elsa uh, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say <laughs> Bruh. I would say that my um something I would tell my younger self is to stop worrying about what everybody thinks. Um, I've been delivered from that now, just worrying about that. But um, I would definitely say stop worrying about what everybody thinks. Like a lot of the time, I used to be all up in my head. Like I said, I'm a pastor's kid. I've always had eyes on me, whatever I did. So it was like I'm always like. Is, are they gonna like if I did this? Are they gonna like if I dress like this? And I felt that. So <laughs> I just started getting comfortable, like trying to dress how I want to recently, yeah. the past couple of years. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's really all about, it's your personal conviction. It's not about what the church says. It's not about like, oh, I don't like her, her, her dress is a little too short today. Like, no, like obviously I'm not gonna wear it super short, but like if I, if she's, if I can wear it just a little bit above the knee, not look like a cat, like a, <laughs> like a nun you know what I'm saying that's all I'm saying oh like goodness. but that's what I'm yeah. saying like and for the people that think what she's saying is not scriptural and y'all feel the type of way um first of all it is scriptural because Paul mm -hmm. literally tells us it's about your own conviction you love Paul so, <laughs> yeah I do love Paul that's my bro for real that's, I think I think my papa is really like another version of Paul because a snake fell on him and it bit him and it, he did he didn't get poisoned or nothing what was that I don't know, but my papa is going to be invincible. Gosh. I love you, papa. Oh, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to let you finish your answer. But I just want to say it is very much scriptural. Like, we not just talking, just be talking. Like, this is still stuff that's in the Bible. And nowhere right. in the Bible does it tell us that young people dressing a certain way makes them less holy. Right. Then, you know, uh, let me, <laughs> I'm trying to rephrase that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Dressing a, a modest way in a way that's still modest but you just might not agree with it because you don't like it that that does not make it less holy because your standards are not god's standards right but yeah go ahead yeah. i guess like I, <laughs> I guess like i said just like it's really about your own personal convention convictions not everybody's gonna have the same conviction as you like they say don't go don't go to this place that don't mean that they can't go to it just because god told you that you couldn't go to it so yeah, that's true that's very but, true Stuff like that, it's just, like, that's something I really had to realize and work on. And, um, yeah, like, the way I dress, the way I talk, because, like, I don't, I don't know. That's, okay. Okay, I'm about to go into something else. My my brain just going all over the place. But this is something that's kind of controversial. Like, when I was younger, especially middle school, I felt like I wasn't black enough. I was too white for the black people and too black for the white people. So that was another thing. That I'm not laughing at you. Okay, this. let me give y'all some context. Okay, yeah. me and Casey are different colors. <laughs> okay. I'm black, but I'm light-skinned. Okay, Casey Brown. And so when she said that... She was like, what? <laughs> so when she said that, it wasn't funny, but I understood her sentiment because dealing with different, like, backgrounds of people, you get that all the time. Like, people think I'm Hispanic, y'all. <laughs> I can't even say hola no more. I, I can't say adios to you guys on the podcast because y'all think I'm Hispanic. Uh, like, I can't do I that. I mean, at least it, it helps that you don't sound that fluent. <laughs> <laughs> she says, don't cut your adios. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, you oh know what? But, yeah. I'm going to let her finish that answer. She does not feel like she fit in, guys. But, yeah, like, fitting shock. in. Yeah. <laughs> fitting in is not, not fitting in is not a bad thing. So, 
Yeah. It's good to be different. You can see a bunch of people doing the same thing, acting the same way. But, you know, it's, it's good to be different, not even just, like, the way you act. Like, for me, people always, like, judge based on, like, I guess how proper I sound, I guess, sometimes. Well, I sound prop more proper than, like, this area that I grew up in. This so is that country. This country. country <laughs> like, <Yeah>. deep. <laughs> like, you deep. Like, in a boonies type. And not piggyback <laughs> off what you yeah, said, yeah. Uh, talking about, like, you know, trying to fit in. It's, it's not bad, but... My love phrase or whatever. It's just that in a world full of blankets, it's nice to be around some quilts. We all just <laughs> <laughs> we all just different little pieces all come together. And I, I think the kingdom of God really is supposed to look more like a quilt. People mm. want everything to be all uniform. If one Christian is like this, the other Christian has to be like this. Right. We will all live by this strict set of rules. Right. And I'm right, like, right. no, we are all different. We all came from different churches. We yep. all came from different backgrounds. The kingdom mentality is like a quilt. We just, we all just stitched together. I like that. We're doing our thing. <laughs> Can I also say this? It's kind of going into something else too, but ministry also doesn't look like one thing either. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of things that people don't recognize. It's kind For of sure. like, I've actually talked to my dad about this because, you know, like, you know, when you're older, you're kind of like setting your ways, not trying to, you know, anyways. So basically, <laughs> it's been like this debate. I'm not going to get too much into it, but basically, you know, ministry doesn't look like just one thing. There's no set way to to minister to the people of God. Right. So, like, either rather if that's, like, you go, going out and spreading the word, standing on a street corner, preaching. Not everybody's called to preach Singing. anyway. Singing. Singing. <laughs> like, you know, like, I feel like also, like, clothing is a good way to express it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, God is Dope is a good, like, website when you want to, like, you know, get clothes. And, and it has... <laughs> BDX. I'm an ambassador for them, by the way. Gang, gang. <laughs> I did not know that. I am. I am. That's why I be wearing the bracelet all the time. Audience of one, cause that's what we serve. The Lord. Yes. Jesus is Lord. But yeah, yeah my coach gave me so, a Jesus shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, ministry is not. You can't just fit. It's like yeah. if you say that ministry looks like one thing, it's like putting God into a box and saying that He can't work. Y'all not know in my other God areas. God is. You know, God can work wonders. Everything. He can do he anything. Can speak a planet into existence, and right. it's just there. Like Ooh, what? Just let's, like that. let's 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 not try to put him into one box. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's so many more things than what people just. I think that's what religion does is it puts him in a box. And like, yes, we use some of the fundamentals of religion, like to study the scriptures. Religion teaches us that, right? Mm-hmm. Or to um like certain prayer times when our religion teaches us that. But to just pl- uh, place God in a box is saying that you don't believe in the full capacity of what he's able to do in your life. Right. And then it's like, well, do you really serve him then? Mm-hmm. Because there's a, a major lack of faith there. But anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to be like, what God are you serving? Anyway. All right, then. All right, then. We're going to get to the last question, though, y'all. We're making life. You podcast episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to end this Q&A off with what made you both give your life to Christ? Mm. what was that push the push was uh, i felt like the urgency of hell is real yeah <laughs> that yeah, yeah. like i felt this <laughs> that was a push. i felt that was a pretty good push <laughs> but yeah. like i felt that urgency Sorry, I, I felt that you to say that <laughs> Okay. Yeah, hell is real. Anyways, <laughs> I felt this like urgency in my spirit, even though because then I wasn't as close to God when you know I've always been in church and stuff. But you know, 
there was those times but my I felt that urgency because there's the world is so lost right now and just when my eyes were actually open to all this stuff and I, w- I hadn't seen it in the full capacity I do now but like I could see enough just to understand that the urgency of giving my life to Christ so that I can minister to others be obedient and do what he called me to do so can you know I think that really quite sums it up. I ain't got to say too much, honestly. I, I think I remember it, like, partially. I don't know, because I couldn't tell you, like, the exact time that I gave my life to Christ. I don't... And some people just got it down to the, to the second. They were like, I, January? Right. 21st? I, I really 2019? It was when I was younger. And I know for some people, it's like, oh, if you get saved when you younger, and then you kind of stumble it. But, but, I mean, the whole time you were still saved still, you know. Yeah. I was like, that don't count. Like, you got to rededicate your life. And in some some capacity, you do. Like, I felt like dealing with what I had dealt with, I was like, I might need to rededicate my life. But I was like, well, when did I actually leave the faith, though, you know? Right. And so I, I looked at that as that whole period of time where I was, you know, still saved because I was still, like, really trying things was just not going well (laughs) but um let's see uh like what was that push I believe I was at like a youth revival or something and like the spirit was just heavy in that place and Mm. like it's either I'm gonna sit here and cry or I'm gonna get up and go to this altar so had to pick one I decided to go to the altar my experience um, was probably very similar just you know like that undeniable feeling when you just feel the holy spirit is like it's, it's like no other pulling all your heartstrings man yeah and i couldn't i couldn't ignore it you know sometimes we try to quench the spirit i just couldn't deny it in that moment and then excuse me i actually i think i do finally remember a little bit one of my little cousins i just got off the phone with she actually stood up to go right before me mm. and then seeing like oh we can like we can all do this together. Mm-hmm. Seeing that that was something that she was passionate about and that was something she wanted to do, she was unprompted. Like this wasn't in a place where the adults was like, "You gonna get on this altar? Right, you gonna right, receive right. this prayer? <laughs> you gonna get deliverance?" No, this wasn't a place like that. This is where where young people we had to be like maybe seven and eight at the at the most, mm-hmm. and um, we're just making this decision for ourselves. And so mm-hmm. she gets up, go do it. And I was like, you know what? I'll be a good big cousin of Papa yeah. Sue. And then when I got it, I was like. This actually could be life changing, as a y'all see. This is the product of it. So yeah, yeah. And I, I it's crazy because I also did kind of get like, well, I asked to get saved, dedicate my life around the same time. I think I was like eight ish, mm-hmm. and yeah, I had felt the Holy Spirit, and it was just like something so fresh about it, something so like I was just like it was like a fresh wind. It was like fresh fire, fresh fire. <laughs> So it's just like inside joke, yeah. Something I think I don't know what my dad was talking about that day, but something just like made me just wanna get up there and nobody else was like like they were going you know how they do the altar call, but mm-hmm. it's just like nobody was like actually saying that they wanna dedicate their life. But me, I was just like I was bawling my eyes out while I was saying it too. I was like, Dad, I think I want to give my life to Christ. He's like, all right. I didn't know. He was, I was just like, it was a thought. The funny thing was, I was just like, I think I want to give my life to Christ during the thing. He was like, all right, we're going to do it right here and now. I was like, all right. I was like, I'm ready. I'm, I'm I guess I'm ready. Now. Yeah. If like people would tell you that you just <laughs> spared a moment. Life is short. Hallelujah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That hell is real part though. It's, it's definitely, that was another part of like, I don't I don't remember too many people like that was gone, but I remember enough to know that hey, people leave away from here. Right. And the older I get, the more I see that age really has no respect of a person. Mm-hmm. And it's just young people leaving left and right. And every mm-hmm. time I talk to them I'm like, Y'all realize, matter of fact, um, 
I wasn't gonna mention this on the podcast um, cause I was unsure about how to go but um when I went back to school after the whole situation where the young lady in Ghostbread was killed mm-hmm. um I was telling them like you know the time is now mm-hmm. and I was trying to get them to see this is urgency that we keep talking about mm-hmm. where it's not like you can just do what you want to do and right. then hope Turn that later. there's more time right. right because you might be out doing what you want to do and then it goes Next thing left. You know? right and doing what you want to do y'all that don't mean sinning or nothing it just means that you know you just not really think about god at the moment either mm-hmm. and the whole time he's still thinking about you he's still right. waiting with his arms open for you but because we're young it's like who we can oh <laughs> we can't do that <laughs> and so um yeah, I was letting them know, like, you, you guys just seen this same situation play out. It should right. pull on your heart a little bit. Not saying that it's, like, guilt tripping or anything like that, but if you right. see somebody so close in age to you and in your area that that just was here one second and is gone the next, it should make you realize, hey, it could be it could be anybody. It could be right. me. And so, I've seen, oh, uh, so seen so many people, like, my age, and it's just, like, I mean, it's one thing to be like, I guess, older and get away from here, but with to see to really see people like your age, people that you grew up with, or mm-hmm. people that you know that you've um, gone to school with, or anything like that. It's like it's it's really like hits home because you know tomorrow's not promised, and you know it's just like the question that I like I will always ask is, um, if you were to leave this world today, where where would That's you where would you be? And it's always I'm sure it is like. I don't know, or you do know, and it's not the good answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say, there's this song that I like, that I love. Um, it actually says, "Heaven is waiting for the mention of the name," and God is literally waiting for you with open arms, no matter what situation you're in right now. God is evangelize my <laughs> God is waiting for you, literally. He said, "Behold, I stand at the door and, and knock." He's waiting for you to answer him. <laughs> you heard that? <laughs> but yeah, so we really hope you got to know us. Shout out to you if you still listening. We really yeah. appreciate y'all. Um, I hope y'all get to know some of us. We kind of, you know, gave it to you raw, uncut. Um, and yeah, so anything, lasting words you want to add? I'm going to say in my country <laughs> voice, I'm going to say make sure you answer the questions and all that good stuff. Follow yes. social media at so the number two fire podcast. And of course, adios.